0: Welcome. Episode 134 of the Ask Achieve show, where we answer all of your burning questions on all things health, fitness, and nutrition.
1: We're your hosts, Lauren and Jason Pack, and we're on a mission to bring inclusivity and positive vibes to the fitness space. Today, we'll be discussing if we personally prefer the squat or the deadlift and why. Things we've changed our mind on over time and with experience and what to do if you can't train progressive overload due to injuries or imbalances. We hope you're excited. Let's get into the show. What's up, achievers? Kendrick's birthday! It's Kendrick's birthday. We're
0: so <laughs> excited. Um, we had a massive celebration uh, this past weekend. Uh, in Korean culture, there's something called a doljanchi, and basically, in the dol, um, it's uh, it's a big deal in Korean culture um, when a child celebrates their first birthday, um, and they do like a little bit of a just like a, a gathering, and there's also a little bit of a, um, a ritual where they lay out um just like items in front of them that kind of like quote unquote predict their future yeah. and so um there is a long piece of yarn uh, that represents long life there is money that represents wealth um it's evolved into professions all of a sudden so now there's like there's like a mouse for a computer engineer <laughs> yeah, was really there funny. was a gavel for a legal um you know profession And there was a ball for an athlete. Yeah, microphone for what they call a superstar, (laughs) um, which is great. Um, And Kendrick ended up choosing a ball. Yeah. uh, Twice, in fact, uh, (laughs) uh, to be an athlete. And then uh, they wanted to have a secondary option, so he ended up choosing a gavel. So we're like, maybe he'll be a sports agent? Who knows? Yeah. Um, And then we did uh, the more important one, which was a... Red Sox and Yankees. For those of you who don't know, um, Lauren is a big Red Sox fan. I'm a big Yankees fan, and we decided to keep it very neutral and very, um, you know, on good terms up until the one year mark. And we said that he will choose at the one year <laughs> mark. He'll definitely remember choosing this, um, whether or not he'll be a Red Sox and Yankees fan. So we ended up getting some uh, a Yankee and Red Sox hat. We put them side by side, and after really an agonizing decision it seemed like <laughs> the ball was like second nature yeah but he stopped maybe like three times before he finally tapped on the yankees hat and it uh. started crying
1: <laughs> well okay so i watched back the video and yeah. now i feel like it was like child abuse because <laughs> i like i'm like i can't post this video online because i'll get berated as a mom because we're both so originally we were kind of just standing there yep. but he wasn't really crawling toward the hat so we both started pointing like at the hats yeah. that we wanted him to choose and i think it was creating this like emotional turmoil he was like do i choose mom or dad and like (laughs) trying to figure that out and so finally he like Timidly taps in the Yankees hat, and like you cheered, and like anybody else who was Yankees fan cheered. And I like put my head in my hands, yeah. And he looks at me and then starts crying. And I was like, Oh my god, I just like created this horrible moment experience for him. He he's thought he let me forever. down, yeah. yeah. He's gonna be in therapy about this later, so I uh I'm not posting that video, <laughs> but I think good... it has to do more with
0: more the, the cheers, yeah. yeah there's I think the cheers were, were overwhelming.
1: Room. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that's more what it was and not him feeling like yeah. he disappointed his mother, but either way he did yeah. <laughs> um, but the good part for me in like losing that was at least the all the pictures of him in the Yankees hat he's he's, he's crying like, bawling <laughs> so he doesn't look happy to be a Yankees fan.
0: yeah but a uh, special shout out to uh, your family flew around from all over the world um, all, all, over the country, all over the country California yeah. Florida Uh, new england yeah it was was great it was really cool to have them all there
1: we had friends who came with their little ones and it was just a it was really really cool and your parents your parents put on just an incredible event and it was at their korean barbecue restaurant yep where we got to eat a lot of Korean bar. well everybody else got to eat a lot of korean barbecue (laughs) you and i are feeling very sad that we didn't eat that much (laughs) we were wishing we could go back in time and eat more yeah yeah Uh, we had our
0: hands full kendrick was a Cranky at times, a little so, bit, yeah. yeah.
1: But it was it was it a blast. Was so that was cool. But today is his official official first birthday, birthday which yep. is so exciting. And so my parents are coming over tonight. We're gonna do a little cake smash because we didn't get to do that yeah uh, over the weekend. And yeah, should be fun. Should I can't be believe it was a year ago.
0: Is a year, yeah. It's uh, it's like the quickest but longest year ever. Yeah, pretty but, much. Uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. All so right, cool. let's get To the questions. All right, cool.
1: So the first one is kind of a fun one. Um, this one was from. Uh, Adam And he said, do you personally prefer the squat or the deadlift and why? So I, feel I think like we, we should, can both answer we this both, one. Yeah. both answer? Okay, you go first.
0: Um, I would personally prefer the squat uh, for a multitude of reasons. Number one, uh, I enjoy it and I tend to be pretty good at it. Um, reason being, I have good ankle mobility. So any anytime anyone has good ankle mobility, more than likely, they're probably going to choose the, the squat for this <laughs> answer. Um, secondarily, it's a lot less intensive on your body than the deadlift. And so there are training programs out there where people squat five days a week, and as long as the program is structured appropriately, people can recover from that stressor, um, you know, totally fine. Um, Deadlifts are going to be a little bit more strenuous, so deadlifting any more than, let's say, twice or three times a week is going to be pretty taxing on your body. Um, Both, I'd say, have very similar effects in terms of overall uh, total body strengthening, uh, but I tend to... Go for the squat because a I like it which is a which is you know honestly a big important factor and number two you can train it uh, multiple times in a week without having too um, bad of effect on your recovery process yeah yeah
1: cool and I would choose the deadlift um, yeah. for the most part although I do like or'
0: bad ankle mobility I have <laughs>
1: really bad ankle mobility but I, I squat in lifters and that makes me feel like yeah that's true, it doesn't actually. matter so yeah. actually that that aside if I if it was barefoot, I would definitely choose deadlift because I just don't have great ankle mobility. I had surgery on both feet years ago and it just, I was in casts for a long time and never really recovered from that. So I do have poor ankle mobility but when I'm in lifters, I feel pretty good with squats. I actually really like front squats. I think Hmm. of the, if I get to throw in front squats or deadlifts, I might actually choose front squats. I really like them. I don't know why.
0: Front squats are grueling. Most people hate them, but I just
1: really I mean, I I find them challenging, but I just I like how I feel doing them. Um, I feel like I can stay more upright, whereas back squats I always feel like I'm kind of crushed by the bar a little more yeah um so I just I like front squats um deadlifts were always my favorite lift but both times I trained for a powerlifting meet when it really got to like max effort it always started to shift toward bench and squat as my preference and deadlift I would get like more frustrated with and feel a little bit like down on so um I'm not really sure what that means but I, I guess max effort, it's not usually my favorite, but I yeah. per, I really like to train ge- like to deadlifts train the deadlift. in, in general. Yeah, yeah, that makes
0: sense. Yeah. I think there's something to be said about, like, just lifting up something heavy off the floor, challenging yeah. off the floor, and being, like, at the top. You know, I think it's actually a, <laughs> no better feeling in the gym than at the top of your deadlift after you've, like, PR the deadlift yeah. you're standing there you hold it for a little bit extra longer to relish <laughs> that moment and then you lower it down squats you're basically like am i gonna am i am gonna die gonna at, this, <laughs> at this point um, so that's a good point as well yeah but, yeah
1: yeah nice. so i like them both but deadlifts probably eke out the win for me yeah
0: all right cool um, I will ask you this. Uh Eric Diaz Lift says something you previously believed in fitness that you've changed your mind on with experience?
1: Which is a great question. That's a really good question. Yeah. Um there's probably a few different routes I could go with this, but I think the main one for me, and I I would presume presume that for you as well, Jason. Um, is that there is like one best type of exercise. Uh-huh. Um, or like a or that, not even that, because I do still think that, like, strength training really is kind of kind of the ultimate best form of exercise in terms of overall health um, yeah. benefits. But that other forms of exercise are stupid or dumb or not mm, beneficial. Yeah. So I think that's actually the biggest thing for me is that, yes, I still believe that, that getting stronger is never a bad thing. <laughs> um, yeah. And I do think that everyone should work and strive to get stronger. But I don't think that yoga is stupid or worthless. Where yeah. I used to be like, oh, like... Yoga's like you don't need to do yoga. Like don't worry about supplements. Yeah, Yeah. like or you don't need to you definitely don't need to do Zumba. You definitely don't need to do these like certain things that I just felt like were not as
0: inferior forms of exercise. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now I kind of think about everybody's health as more holistic and not so so focused on the hour that they're in the gym, but like what is happening to them overall when they're having this experience. So it's not just about like what perfect form of exercise are they doing, but are they happier doing it? Are they feeling endorphins? Are they, like, hopefully getting stronger or fitter in some way, whether it's cardiovascularly or, or strength-wise? Yep. Um, and all of those factors matter. And I think it used to be – I used to be more, like, you no, know, like, you need to lift heavy. You need to squat and deadlift and bench press. And, like, not everybody needs that.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. I think uh, as we've gained more experience, we – keep being able to zoom further and further out and yeah. realize what's truly important and what's truly impactful. And yeah, like going back to the reason why I like squats is just or the reason why I preferred squats is because I like to train it. Yeah. And it makes a big difference. And so the more enjoyable a form of exercise is, the more you're likely going to do it. The more momentum you'll build, and more like more than likely, it'll carry on to other aspects of your life. And you know, over time, that's you know, good things tend to happen because yeah. of it. So, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And I think that we also used to think that like the ultimate end goal for somebody who's going through a strength training program was to like get to the barbell lifts. Yeah. Um, I think that's something that's I've true. also changed my mind on a little bit. Is mm-hmm. that there's certain people who just don't need to be restricted by a barbell yeah. um, and can get plenty strong using kettlebells or dumbbells. And like, it doesn't mean that they're not achieving the same level of fitness yeah, if they're yeah. not using a barbell. And I think that was something I definitely was just like, Oh, you train up to working with a barbell and then you just always work with a barbell. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's going to be like, that means you're at this peak level of fitness. Right. And now I really don't feel that way necessarily. And I think that there's a lot of people who benefit more from different forms of different tools and different apparatuses that actually more, like conform to their body type and structure yeah. as opposed to feeling like they need to be constricted with the barbell. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. I think when we were first in the industry, I mean, personal trainers, strength coaches, like everyone gravitated towards the barbell, everyone gravitated towards the power lifts. And so I think we were kind of in a little bit of a bubble of like, Oh, everyone must want to increase their lifts on these, yeah. on these three lifts. <laughs> um, but yeah, as we gained more experience and really with the social media as well, you, we see so many different, forms of training and it's like a lot of people have come up to us and be like you know i don't i don't like it's cool but you know i don't want to revolve my whole training around three lifts it's boring it's just can be grueling at times and yeah now i think again we're able to zoom back a little bit and just uh you know cater to the individual in front of us yeah
1: Yeah. and i think that we still no matter what their goals are we're still using forms of Getting stronger and strength training as their primary like means to get there because yes. getting stronger pretty much sets you up for success in the things that you want to do whether mm-hmm. it's body weight strength or like different things different areas of your life or sports or athletics yeah. whatever you want to do being stronger isn't going to hurt you right. um, being a powerlifter isn't necessary though and yeah. so I think that's where we have realized that to be better at your sport you don't have to match the strongest power lifter in their squat. You just need to be able to squat well and continuously progress in certain ways and get you know, get stronger in those lifts and in those muscles. But yeah. you don't need to be a powerlifter. Totally. Um yeah. and so I think those are the, the little mindset tweaks here and there that our training hasn't evolved like crazy dramatically like we're not now just doing like stretching and, and zumba <laughs> yeah. at achieve like we're still obviously keeping our those strength and conditioning principles there yeah. but just our mindset around what is considered like the ultimate end all be all of, of fitness is is different
0: yeah totally yeah. cool yeah
1: All right. Um, And then we have one more question from Rodrigo. And he said, what can you do if you can't train with progressive overload due to injuries or imbalances? Do you want to take that one, Jay?
0: Yeah. Um, So Rodrigo, yeah, more than likely what he's referring to in terms of progressive overload, he's probably saying, well, I know I need to progressively overload in order to, you know, make gains and make progress. um, And that. Probably signifies that he's thinking of adding more weight to the bar or adding more weight to whatever exercise that he's doing. Um, And for this case, you know, there's there's a multitude of ways in which you can progressively overload your body instead of just adding weight. And so that could be adding more repetitions. It can be adding uh, frequency. So let's say you're squatting once a week and you want to keep the weight the same. That's totally cool. Let's say you're doing three sets of ten at 200 pounds. Just do that on Monday and then on Thursday, do the same workout, 3 sets of 10 at 200 pounds. You're not adding more uh, weight on the bar, but you're adding the frequency. So by progressively overloading the frequency, your body will automatically have to start to adjust and adapt to that stressor. Another way you can progressively overload is um, increasing the range of motion. So let's Mm -hmm. say you're doing a half squat. Is As long as you go a little bit lower the following week and a little bit lower the following week, uh, you're able to progressively increase, uh, overload those gains as well.
1: You can do it with something like a step up, for instance, where you're increasing the height of the box that you're stepping up to. So you can use the same weight and the same uh, sets and reps, but you just, each week you go up an extra inch, you put another plate on the box or something like that. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, Another way we can do it is by increasing the density. So let's say, You know, a set of three sets of 10 lunges on each side takes about five minutes. If you do it in four minutes and 30 seconds, the following time, you're automatically having some level of progressive overload there. Um, Let's see. Time under tempo. So we can add pauses. So let's say you are, again, going to back to squats. Let's say we do a five-second hold now at the bottom. We're not increasing the weights, but we are increasing the time under tension. And again, that's another way to progressively overload without just adding more and more weight to the bar, which, you know, even if you are completely pain free, can be um, you know, tiresome and grueling over time. And so, um, those are just a number of ways that you can increase your progressive overload without just adding weight to the yeah. bar. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: great. Yeah, I think that the the idea behind everybody thinks of progressive overload as just like adding five pounds every yeah. week over time. But mm-hmm. obviously we've said this before in the podcast, but like we'd all be lifting thousands of pounds if we could yeah. just continuously add five, 10 pounds to each lift every workout. Like it's just not realistic. And so, but we do want to make sure that we're always seeing a little bit of progress wherever we can get that progress from. Um, Form in general can just be like a way of making progress as well. That's Mm -hmm. just like, like improving your form, which doesn't cause, doesn't require any like, more weight or any more work even necessarily but it's just on like we have people who hit technical prs where it's yep. like yeah maybe you were able to hit a 200 a pound deadlift a month ago or two months ago but you're backgrounded a little bit and you weren't really able to maintain your form and then you hit 200 pounds again but you did it like really well like you right. did it with really good form that's a technical pr so you still yeah. were progressing and getting better and moving better all those different things um Working up to the same weight, but it's still progress. Yeah, yeah, totally. So lots of different ways to do it, and yeah, hopefully that helps answer. Yeah, actually, yeah,
0: one one other point to add to that. Someone else asked, um, like, for an exercise that is difficult to continuously progress uh, weight uh, is the military press, Mm -hmm. and she was saying that it's really difficult to try to just add five pounds each week to a military press. And so, you know, one way that we combat it is we have these micro plates. We've got 1.25-pound plates on each side, but a lot of gyms obviously don't have that. So it's like, okay, how do you increase your military press when it's so difficult to press something like that overhead and increase the weights? And so we were going back and forth a little bit, and we decided that what she can do is, let's say she was overhead pressing 45 pounds. She could do it for six reps in week one. In week two, she could do it for eight reps. In week three, she could do it for 10 reps. And then she can go – up to 50 pounds in week four but drop back down to six reps and so again repetition is another way we can progressively overload get your body to adapt to those stressors and then we can reintroduce weight and other different other types of stressors as well if we wanted to but it's one workaround yeah yeah great cool
1: all right. Well, I think that brings us to our feel-good story. Yep. All right. So I have one stories today. Stories that will make your heart sing segment. That's what I meant. <laughs> what am I talking about? I was com- combining our stories that make your heart sing and our feel-good moments that yes. we do at Achieve, which is every week we bring a feel-good moment to our team meetings. Um, right. And that's usually revolving around things that happen in the gym, members who like met each other for the first time and became friends and went out and got coffee or whatever it is. Yeah. We just like to share those moments with our team. Um, today, This week, Ted got an email from someone that was like, One of our members that was like, I just want to, like, she was just, like, so excited after her workout. And she was like, I just have never felt so good after a workout. My adductors have never felt so limber or something. (laughs) And it was just, like, a great email just being like, I feel so good and that's those are the moments that we like to share with one another because sometimes as personal trainers you can get bogged down in the grueling hours I mean it can be you're on all the time you're kind of like going from person to person and you don't really step back all the time to think yeah. about all the great things that happened and so by sharing those stories with each other we kind of set the week off on the right foot and just say like hey we're making a real big difference in an impact so yeah that's really fun yeah it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot of fun um, so that was Those are feel-good moments. This is a (laughs) story that will make your heart sing. Um, So this one is out of uh, Gastonia, North Carolina. And it was a story about a woman. She she ended up posting this story on Facebook, and it went viral. Um, But the actual story is that her tire blew on the highway, and she was having trouble. She couldn't pull all the way over. So she was just kind of, like, stuck on the side of the highway. She had her hood up, and she like clearly was broken down and she was saying that this has actually happened to her before and no one pull- has ever pulled over and this time a young gentleman did pull over and he pulled over and he asked her what was going on she said her tire was flat so he took a look at it he then looked at her spare tire and realized that her spare tire was also flat oh jeez. um so he offered to give her his so he uh-huh. put his spare tire on her car then drove with her to the nearest gas station to fill up the other fa- spare tires so that she had a full spare tire wow. in her car um, and then when she offered to give him money she said you know I, I'll, can I give you money for dinner or something like that he said all I want is for you to pay it forward by with an act of kindness for somebody else in need nice. um, so it's just a nice little nice little story that's of awesome. somebody doing something that like really going out of their way and yeah, she that's was saying very that, much going out he, of your that's way that's really if you think about it like it sounds like a simple story yeah. but then I was thinking about it and she said he was with, it, he was with her for over an hour and like he was on his way home from work yeah he could have easily like he was gonna be home in five minutes you know like on the couch or doing whatever he needed to do and he was just like no I'm gonna spend an hour helping this person out who other people were just passing by yeah I mean this think really about cool. all
0: the little inconveniences mm-hmm. that take maybe 20 seconds where we're, we're like so annoyed whether it's traffic or the wi-fi not working <laughs> or someone calling you instead of texting like all these little inconveniences <laughs> uh, to spend an entire hour that's 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 pretty amazing yeah so, so yeah. Cute I thought you're gonna end the story with like and they got married oh. <laughs> <laughs> well that would be really amazing I mean who knows you know yeah. no I think he had a girlfriend so
1: okay because yeah. that was like in the Facebook post at yeah, some point yeah. she identified him that's how okay yeah Nice. Um, but anyway, that cool. was a little little story to make your heart sing and to yeah. encourage everybody to do a little act of kindness today. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, that is all of our answers to your burning questions today. We did put out a Q&A today on, on Instagram. We're kind of going back to the Q&A format. Um, so we encourage you to keep sending us questions that you might have or topics of discussion that you would like us to cover on the podcast. And if you like our podcast and you wouldn't mind leaving us a review on iTunes, we'd be super grateful for that. And until next time.
0: High fives. And positive
1: vibes. Woo! Ha, ha, ha.